Hi there, it's Nikki. I wanted to take a quick minute to make sure you knew about our free on-demand copywriting training. Whether you're brand new to copywriting or you just can't seem to hit your income goals, this training is for you. You'll learn the three secrets to landing freelance copywriting work without wasting time on frustrating job bidding sites like Upwork and Fiverr or cold calling strangers. And if you've listened to any of the student stories on this podcast, this is the exact same training they all got started with. I'm talking about Kate Kay, who's making six figures working part-time and who just retired her husband to help her run the business. Stuart, who replaced his full-time salary with freelance copywriting work, and then some. Stacy, who hit six figures in six months, her very first year as a full-time freelancer. Ashley, who landed the in-house copywriting job of her dreams. They all started with this free training, and you can get started with that same training too. Sign up right now at freecopywritingtraining.com. Welcome to the Build Your Copywriting Business podcast, where you'll get tips, tools, and training for new and aspiring copywriters, plus a few things even the established pros will want to know. My name is Nikki Krawczyk, and I've been a copywriter for more than 15 years, writing for multi-billion dollar companies down to solopreneurs and every size business in between. The Filthy Rich Writer team and I are here to teach you everything we've learned in our years in the industry so that you can craft a successful copywriting career of your own. To us, being filthy rich means having a job you love, being good at what you do, and making great money doing it. Let's dig in. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Build Your Copywriting Business. Um, today, woo, 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 girls. Uh, today, we are going to talk about how to manage your schedule, how to manage your time, how to manage expectations when you are dealing with multiple clients. Now, the deal is that having multiple clients is really the goal, right, Kate? Yeah, it's a, kind of a must in some <laughs> sense. At some point in your career, you know, you might have times where you're working with one client on one massively big project where you're like, Ooh, mm-hmm. I can't take on any other things. But I would say for the majority of us too, we want some repeat clients. So inevitably, if you have a repeat client, maybe they're not, your, you know, doing huge projects every time, every month with them, you're probably mm-hmm. then going to have at least another project and maybe mm-hmm. another project. Yeah, exactly. And you know, for me, even when I've either been on staff or when I have, been contracting with a client or even had one of those big clients, I've always taken smaller freelance projects just to keep me fresh, you know, to be Mm -hmm. working on something different. Yeah. So multiple clients is the goal. uh, But how do you do it? I know that one of the things our students are often concerned about is if I'm pitching a lot of clients Mm -hmm. and I'm talking to a lot of clients, what if they all want the work at the exact same time? Is that actually generally doesn't happen? Generally, I would say the biggest thing to remember too is, uh, and I tell people this all the time: is it's first come, first serve, really, right? Because you're running a business too. They are running a business, Mm -hmm. and you want to provide them the best service possible. Yes, but if they take a week or two weeks to get back to your pitch and want to move forward, and you can't move forward right that second. That's okay. Generally, more often than not, they're going to say, yeah, let's set up a time to talk and you're going to set up a time to talk. And maybe there might be a bit of time between when they want to move forward and when you can actually move forward and have time in your schedule to do so. But it's also okay to have Mm -hmm. that initial call 
And if they're like, say, yeah, let's, let's do this. I'm so excited to go. Then you can say, great, I'll take the, all of these notes and I'm going to put together a scope of work and what we discuss. And you can also put a timeline in with that. In generally, when I send through my quotes and scope of work and what we're going to tackle, I like to put in, here's, here's when I could start this. And if there's a hard deadline, mm-hmm. for example, they need to get web copy up into their site and they want to launch and they have a date in mind, then okay, well, let's try to work within that schedule of what that would mean for getting them the first round and leaving time for any sort of back and forth and revisions that might be needed. But more often than not, you can present them with your start date. Mm -hmm, Exactly. I think one of the things that newer copywriters maybe don't um, realize is that, that the dates that your clients want things, uh, it's a, it's a discussion. You know, your client may have a desired date, but if you can't do that, then you need to either say, all right, you know, that, that timing doesn't work for me. How about this instead? Or I could do it on this date Mm -hmm. or that kind of thing. But but you're not going to have five clients that all say to you, I need it on this one date. Because first mm-hmm. of all, you're not talking to five clients literally at once. You're going to talk to five. You're going to talk to one client. And that mm-hmm. client will say, I want it on this date. And you're going to take a look and go, yeah, you know what? Actually, that works with my schedule. I can do that. Then you're going to talk to the next potential client. And they're going to say, well, I want it ar- around this time. And you're going to look at your schedule. and Maybe that will work. Or maybe you'll have to work with that a little bit. And you'll say, well, you know, that's going to be a little bit tight for me because of some other projects I have. How about this date? And the client will say, well, yeah, that doesn't work or that does work. But it's it's a it's a discussion. Your client is not dictating. They can tell you when they want work and you can tell them whether or not that's possible for your schedule. Um, I think Kate and I will be the first people to tell you it's very easy to overload your schedule, though. Very mm-hmm. easy to say yes when you have multiple projects. And I think that that's one thing that um, I was going to say newer copywriters, but really copywriters of all levels of experience need to be really careful about is that actual time management. Once you are dealing with multiple clients, once you have multiple, once you've agreed to multiple deadlines, figuring out how and when to work on which Mm -hmm. projects. Yeah. I think it's an ongoing process where, You have to, with time and practice, inevitably you will get better at it. But one of the things to think about is kicking off, scheduling a meeting with a client takes a lot less time than when you're in the midst of actually writing the project and a project where you've already passed off the work and maybe there's going to be back and forth is inevitably a slightly less work than when you're first digging in and concepting and actually drafting your copy. So looking at the different stages of where projects are at and trying to stagger them. So I tend to like to have probably no more than two that I'm actually writing in any given block of time. And I always tell people, give yourself that Mm -hmm. sleep on it time. So even if it's a tiny project, giving yourself more than one day to turn it around always if possible there's generally no Mm -hmm. reason someone needs it that same day. Maybe a tiny Mm -hmm. revision that I can turn around same day that they get back to me because it's super easy, but otherwise you're managing different balls in the air. And so as much as possible, yes, providing your client with the service to get back to them as fast as possible. But yeah, having two, maybe three that you're working on. But remember, there's no such thing as actually multitasking. You're never actually working simultaneously writing copy for two different clients. You're working maybe 
two hours of a day on one and then you put it aside and then you're like, oh, I'm going to switch gears and I'm going to do two, maybe two and a half hours on this next client. Maybe it's one hour, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then maybe I'll go and I'll work for half an hour on revisions on another client. So you're never actually typing on two keyboards at once for two projects. So multitasking is definitely managing these different projects, but you physically can't write copy for two clients at the same time. So knowing that and knowing yourself, Mm -hmm. knowing how you can plan your days and, you know, if you feel like, okay, my afternoons, I'm just kind of exhausted and I can't do my best creative work in the afternoon then maybe you save that time for your revision phases for clients because it's maybe a little less heavy lifting. Or maybe you save that for your kickoff call time and getting really good at what types of work you're scheduling and when. So think of all the different phases. Give yourself a day for the concepting brainstorm phase at least. Maybe multiple depending on the project. And, you know, I think I think a lot mm-hmm. of copywriters when they're new especially think, oh, this will take me uh, two hours to do not factoring in that concept time, that revision time and all this time, but just because it ends up being an eight Mm -hmm. to 10 hour project doesn't mean you're going to spend all eight to 10 of those hours in one or even two days. Those eight to 10 hours might be spread out over an entire week. Yeah. You can't do it in one day. No way. No way. It's so funny when I think of being in an office, but even still, when you're in an office, Mm -hmm. you aren't working. You're not sitting down writing copy or editing copy or even concepting copy. You're not doing that beginning from nine to five. You know, you've got meetings, you are, you're going to the coffee machine, you're getting Mm -hmm. lunch. There's, you're not, um, (laughs) talk about, burning out to actually sit down and do that work straight through for eight hours. And also you're not to to your point, Kate, you don't have the same quality of creativity at certain points of the Mm -hmm. day. You know, you can't say I'm going to write copy for eight hours today because the vast, vast majority of human beings are really creative in one part of the day and really uncreative in another. Mm -hmm. Um, And even if it's not work that requires a lot of creativity, even if it's work that requires more strategy, you're still not going to have that same brain power. So you really need to conserve your, your creative times, your um, strong brain power times for hours that you, you know that you are at your peak in terms of performance and creativity and that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be the first person to say never schedule a Friday deadline because you might want your weekends for that. That's a big part of, I think, managing multiple clients and time, especially Mm -hmm. your time as a freelancer, that you don't have to think of things as nine to five or as Monday through Friday. So I like to deliver things Mm -hmm. Mondays if possible, give myself that time on the weekend as needed. If I really want to get it off my plate and enjoy my weekend, then yeah, maybe, maybe it is Friday, Friday morning, Friday end of midday makes no sense because no one's going to, no one's going to pay attention to anything Friday end of day. So uh, for example, though, to give some context, potentially, you know, if I had say two projects that I was doing and one was due on a Wednesday and one was due on a Thursday and it's Monday morning, I'm going to start and I'm going to get brainstorming on whatever's due on Wednesday. I'm going to concept that out. I'm going to maybe throw some lines in there that are very, very rough, super, super rough. And then I might do that for an hour or two and put it aside and say, okay, what's my Thursday deadline? Let me take a look at that. And if I still have some energy, maybe I'll just outline the copy doc. You know, if I know what elements need to get in there, Mm -hmm. I'm going to start structuring that out. Maybe not do a heavy, heavy concept, maybe, maybe a little bit, 
and then spend my afternoon. Okay. Maybe I have a kickoff call with a new client, or maybe I have revisions I need to tackle for a project from the previous week. And then come Tuesday in that morning, okay, I'm going to take that thing that's due Wednesday. And I'm going to make sure I have a pretty solid draft done. Uh, and then take some time away from it. Maybe go back to that one that's due on Thursday again, get that into like a good skeleton of a, of a piece Tuesday afternoon. Okay. Maybe mm-hmm. we can go back and look at that thing. That's down to Wednesday. Say it's Wednesday end of day. I'll buy myself a little more time. <laughs> take a look at that thing. That's due Wednesday, maybe finesse it a little bit. And then Wednesday morning. Okay. One last final check before I send that off to my client. And then same thing with the Thursday. I'm going to get that project that's mm-hmm. due Thursday now in a very good shape come Thursday morning, check that out again and make sure it's good to go. So I'm going to build in that amount of time at least. And that I'm thinking, you know, for a website or a bigger project, it's going to be a lot longer than that. I'm thinking like, you know, um, an email or even a, uh, what else that's maybe not quite a full, maybe it's one page of a website, not a whole website or something. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so Mm -hmm. just as a sense of how I might work my day, but it's not all in one swoop. Um, that's just ask. That's not mm-hmm. going to deliver the best value to my clients. Mm-mm. No, I agree. Well, and I, it's interesting because um, I was thinking about this as we we're going through. I don't like to do writing for one project, get like halfway through and then do writing for another project. You know, I like to, when possible, I like to set up my schedule so that even if I have multiple clients, I can finish the copy for one client before I begin the copy for Mm. another one. So I'm careful to stagger my deadlines to make sure that that is a possibility. I don't like having a bunch of open loops or I should say a bunch of like in the middle of the copy project. It's one thing, like you were saying, it's one thing Mm -hmm. to be concepting and outlining for a project that's about to begin. But for me, having, even when I have like, which takes a little bit more balancing, but even when I've had like four or five clients going, um, I like to try to schedule my time so that I can dedicate my mind to one project until that project is like, is, is that first draft is done and it's off with the client. Um, that now that may mean to your point that it may mean that I'm concepting, I'm outlining other pieces, but when I'm actually writing copy, Mm -hmm. I like to sit down, I like to, to sit down and get that done. Like you said, maybe not all in one day, but I like to get the actual writing portion, I like to be focused on one project at a time. And that's definitely not everyone. Some people may want to do, you know, be working simultaneously in a couple different pieces. (laughs) Yeah. So interesting. So interesting. Whereas I, I like the, like, did this one cross it off my list? No, that Mm -hmm. does mean that I tend to have to build my time in or or build that time a little bit differently in my schedule. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't have, well, I guess I could. I was going to say have three things due on the same day. I absolutely could. I just need to know myself and know, okay, I can have three things done, but I'm going to, on Monday, I'm going to be writing this. Tuesday, I'm going to be mm-hmm. writing this. Wednesday, I'm going to be writing this. Um, yeah, and that does mean some possible not having things due on the same day, just in case. I think yes. That's a good point. Yeah. Regardless of how you work to kind of stagger your deadlines, because 24 hours is not necessarily going to make a difference to each client. You know, if you give one client a deadline of mm-hmm. one day and you kick off another project the day after with the next client, then give yourself another 24 hours. Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And you know, the thing is too, is that you'll learn as you go. There will be sometimes when if, you know, this is your first time juggling multiple clients or, or maybe we, there will be times where you're like, ah, yeah. oh man, I'm going to have to stay up late or I have to get up early or, or, you know, I have to change plans or, or, or not change, not change deadlines because deadlines are sacred. You promise mm-hmm. a client, you're going to have it to them. You have it to them on that date, if not earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, but you may have to, you know, cancel plans with friends or, or that kind of thing because you realize, oh, what did I do to myself? Um, but don't forget too, the deadlines are as much as they're like, ah, I have to get it done. It, they also keep us focused and they keep us working. Like I always joke that I would be a very, very poor copywriter monetarily if deadlines didn't exist. Because if you didn't tell me when I had to write that copy for you, you would never get that copy or you get so it like you to drag your feet yeah. months later. Yes, exactly. Like, I'll get to it when I get to it. Yeah. Pressure's good. Um, I tend to like getting stuff crossed off. So I am actually much more likely to turn in work before I promised it. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on my schedule, sometimes because I'm anyway. like, all right, I have this on my to-do list. I'll sit down and do it. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, the thing is too, is that, that, um, it's, it's a benefit to the client if you mm-hmm. turn in the work and, but they also, the client doesn't need to know, the client doesn't need to know why you're turning it in early. Right. You know, sometimes if it's crazy early, exactly. Sometimes if it's crazy early, I'll tell a client like, Hey, I was able to move some stuff around and got to this sooner, you know? So they're not like, well, what's going on? You told me you could get it to me next week and I'm getting it this week, Monday. Um, you know, I don't need to get them. I, and you also don't time need on them to think that you're always yeah. going to get it. Exactly. Exactly. That if they're not getting the same level of effort, they absolutely are. Um, I just wanted to knock that off of my to-do list. I am someone who loves crossing things off the to-do list. So if I have a list of client projects, I want to get it done. So I'm, I'm, I tend to do, which is so strange because this is not how I was as a student. I was absolutely <laughs> a last minute essays, last minute any of that stuff. But when it comes to actual work, I tend to, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's certainly days when I'm like, I can't do it today. And I'll put it off. Well, that's why you that build in that time but, though, um, because there's sometimes those days. So build in that time that life happens. Yeah. Well, and that's a good point is that you have to build in that life happens time because literally it does. And you can't be late for a deadline, you know, like if we talk about how you have to have uh, automatic backups on your computer, yes. just to, because at some point you will it's be happened. working and your computer <laughs> will die. Yes, exactly. And if you don't have those automatic backups, you're typing away and you're doing such great work and all of a sudden your screen goes blank mm-hmm. and or black, I guess is probably a better way to put it. And you're like, what happened? If you don't have those automatic, automatic backups, guess what you're doing? You're restarting that project. And so you I would do say have to have to, backups to, too for backup copywriters to just have someone in mind. You yeah. don't want to toss them a project. Hey, oh my God, it's due and I didn't meet the deadline. It's tomorrow and I need your help. And here's nothing. But if you get sick or something happens and you're, you know, 90% through a project, it's always nice to be able to have folks to reach out to that you trust. And you can say, Hey, you know, work something out with them, but Hey, I really just need this help. Mm-hmm. Luckily, knock on wood, it's never happened to me that I've had to to toss work over. But that's another kind of thing to keep in mind that you don't want to leave things, you know, have nothing the day before. Uh, that would give me a panic attack mm-hmm. if I had literally mm-hmm. nothing to show and it was due the next yeah. day. It's really 
my thing is pushing myself the day before to be like, this can be better. Let's, and it always is to give that one last push of. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. When I think that that idea of having a resource, it's, it's, Yes. I mean, if you're, if your computer dies, you probably will have to stay up late and do it or get up earlier. But like, if you like, say, say you get sick, you know, and you, you cannot write your, I mean, that really should be the scenario. Like if you physically cannot write your copy, then you have an issue. And then frankly, too, I think that's an opportunity to, to reach out to your client and say, Hey, you know, I, you, I, I realize the deadline is XYZ date. I'm mm-hmm. in the hospital, but I have lined up another copywriter. I just want to make sure this is okay. Um, or I guess, I guess theoretically, you don't even really, as long as the, the copywriter is good and the same style, mm-hmm. um, you don't necessarily have to have to let your client know um, as long as you take a look at the once. copy first. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make sure you look at it first. I have before when I've fallen sick, let clients know, Hey, I have something. I would really love another 24 hours just to polish it. I can send it over if you'd mm-hmm. like, but Hey, I'm really sick. And do you mind if we push this? And these are with clients I've worked with before. And I mm-hmm. feel like I have a good rapport with, if it was a brand new client first project, I might not be as likely to do that just because it's first impression. And Mm-mm. that's yeah. Nikki shaking her head for those that are yeah, listening it's true. and not when, watching. When it's in, <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Nodding, shaking. Uh, no, it's true. If it's a new client, you it, you set a precedent with every every project. Mm-hmm. And you that's one of the reasons we say deadlines are so sacred. If you are if it's a new client first project and then and you you get sick, even if you are sick, you get sick and you're like, oh, I can't get it to you they're going to wonder whether or not you actually are sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and frankly, that's, that's reasonable. You know, I, if I were the client, I'd probably wonder a little bit too. Um, whereas when it's a client that you have worked with before and you, they know, they know you're you always hit your deadlines yeah. or you always get it in early, they know you're reliable. Then, then I agree. Then I think that you can have a little bit more like, Hey, Things got crazy. I know we talked about getting it on this date, but I know that it also you didn't drop dead have to have it this date. Mm-hmm. Is this way? Yeah. But that would only be in a scenario where it is literally essential and where you are, have a really good relationship with that client. Mm-hmm. And I would also only ever do it once with that client once. Yeah. So say, so save that. Save yeah. for when you're real yeah. sick vomiting mm-hmm. for when you actually do need it not just when you not just when you don't feel like doing day. it yeah. because even yeah. if you exactly even if you don't feel like doing it you still have to do it but that's also why we have deadlines because they, really they nice keep us focused the and they force today. us to get their work done mm-hmm. yeah it's not gonna not gonna cut it kids not gonna cut it yeah yeah. To share anecdotally for folks that I know are still concerned, but what if, so what ifs, what if a client comes and they need it right away? And I have to share this story because this is real time happening like as of now, where last year I wrote a bunch of landing pages for a client, a relatively large organization. Uh, they had some some staff shakeups on their end at some point and you know, things did change, but over a year later, I, no joke, over a year later, we are just getting to the revision phase. So they did not need copy right away. And they told and then, you, we have to have it right away. It was yeah. a rush project, right? So yeah, 
Yeah. Granted, it worked with my schedule. It worked out. Everything's fine. And this is a client that I bill monthly. So don't worry about that. Cause I know that might be another question of like, but wait, did you bill? Did you 50% up front? No, 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 no. We're, we're monthly. They're good. All of that's fine. But it's just a funny mm-hmm. thing to think about of we need this right now. Uh, no, just yeah. your client yeah. well, does not need it right now. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing too, is that, I mean, maybe they literally do, but you know what, if they literally do and you, if they actually do and you actually don't have time in your schedule, what do you do? You say no, you You say, say, you know, really sorry, but I just don't have time in my schedule. I could get to this next week, but I just don't have time in my schedule. And that's unfortunate, but you're also not promising something that you can't deliver. Exactly. It's how it goes. And quite frankly, too, often, if they want to hire you and you can't do it on that date, often, not every time, not going to make any promises, but often the client will come back and be like, actually, we looked at our schedule and yeah, we can do next week. That's fine. Yeah. And even if they don't, though, it's a good excuse to follow up because now you have a connection to say, hey, I want to mm-hmm. check in. How did that go? I have this other idea. You kind of repitch them at that point. You've not lost yeah. them as a client. I know when you're first starting out, it can feel like, oh, my gosh, but if I turn this down, then they'll never come back. First, there's so many more clients, as you know, you're never going to lose a client completely. But even if they did find someone good, and quite frankly, I often pass them off, hey, I can't do it. If you can't do it in this state, though, I'd love to connect you with a copywriter who I think would be a great fit for this. That gives you so Mm -hmm. much goodwill, first of all. I've had so many projects now with former colleagues that we just pass clients back and forth, essentially, where they're like, hey, I need need this help on this project. I'm like, hey, I would love a backup on this for this client. They need another copywriter. And it doesn't become a competition. There's... There's so much work. There's so, so much work. So don't Mm -hmm. feel like you have to hoard every client. um, And just because that you have to take it on, even though you have no time in your schedule and you're not even, you know, cooking dinner anymore because you just need to take on every client, you will get to that point. And it's not, it's not worth it. Uh, It's, it's Mm -hmm. good to practice saying no. There are always more clients out there. Yes. Yes. Agreed. There, there, always more opportunities. There's always more, as long as you're pitching, there are always more clients coming. Don't just sit back and wait for those clients, but, but keep pitching. Mm -hmm. But yeah, as part of your time management is taking care of yourself and it's super important to build in, you know, time away from the screen. Even if you want to be full-time, full-time does not mean having to work eight to 10 hours a day to 12 or, you know, every weekend or whatever. Yeah. It is. If you want to, sure. Thank but goodness it's it doesn't. not. Yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and it, that's a great point because, you know, you are, you are your business. So if you don't take care of your most important asset, AKA mm-hmm. yourself, if you let yourself burn out then what are you going to, then you can't take work and then you don't have any income and then boy, do you have a problem? So I think that's a really great point that you have to guard your time and guard your, your well-being and guard your, your sanity. Mm-hmm. And so that you have to be at the, the top of your game. And that's going to mean sometimes saying no when clients have a rush project or saying no when you're already full and you can't take any more work. But mm-hmm as we were saying, there, there will be more opportunities as long as you're pitching, as long as you're networking, as long as you're reaching out to people, 
there will be more opportunities. Yeah. And your clients will appreciate that honesty yeah. of, Hey, no, I'm not available, but I'd love to connect you with someone else versus like, uh, you know, hedging it of like, but what if this, and what if, and yes, say here's when I can do it. But if you really can't do it in their timeline that they offer that, or that they need it, then do the right thing and just pass it along to someone in your network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will say too, though, I think there's, I think there's a little bit of an element of like, Ooh, they're too busy to do that. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Working with them. I want them. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. there's a, I think there's, um, I, don't play hard to get by any means. Uh, but I think there is an element of like, Ooh, this person is so good that their schedule is full. We definitely want to work with them. So you know what? We thought we needed it this week. Let's push it back to next week. Yeah. I had a client that I had to just give them a heads up. And again, it wasn't to be like, Oh, look at me. But I was like, I need at least, you know, probably three weeks, depending on the product. If it's smaller, maybe I can squeeze it in sooner. But if you have a bigger need, I need like a three weeks heads up to then I'll, I'll put it in my calendar and we can, we can plan for that. But if you're coming last minute, mm-hmm. I just, I just can't do it at this point. And so they, they knew they were like, okay, that's perfect. That was so helpful for us to know. Yes, we want to work with you. So we'll, we'll work with someone else now, but we know now that to reach out to you and, you know, give you a three weeks heads up, then perfect. Yeah. Wrap it up. Well, wrap. and setting those boundaries with clients. Yeah. Setting those boundaries with clients is, is a mark of professionalism and they will respect you when you say, yes, I can do this. And no, I can't do this. Unfortunately, it's then they know that they can count on you and they know that you take your business seriously and you take your work seriously and they will appreciate that. So there you have it. Some important tips about how to manage your schedule, how to manage multiple clients, which again, that is the goal. You're going to want to have multiple clients. uh, And we hope that made it a little bit easier to understand how to do it. Is there a perfect way to manage multiple clients? No. But as long as you are looking at your schedule, being realistic about the time that you have to devote to the work and being realistic about what deadlines you can actually hit, you will be fine. All right. We'll catch you next time, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining us on the Build Your Copywriting Business Podcast. If you liked what you heard, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a minute or two to leave us a five-star review. I read each one and they mean the world to me and our team. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. And if you want to keep learning, follow us at Filthy Rich Writer across social media and on the site. And of course, if your interest is piqued and you think copywriting might be right for you, check out our free on-demand video training at www.freecopywritingtraining.com. Talk to you next time. Thanks so much.